All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome in, footballers, to another edition of your Thursday night NBA box score breakdown. Back from a brief hiatus for All-Star break, it's David Bracey here with my main man, Chris. Chris, what's going on, man? How was your How was your NBA break? It was good, but I can't wait to be back. That's right. I'm glad to be back in the saddle. We got a six-game card tonight. Uh had a few blowouts uh, peppered into there, but there was still some pretty pretty competitive high-level basketball. So, like you said, really excited to get into it. So we might as well just go ahead and dive right in. We're going to get started tonight with the first of several blowouts. We had the Milwaukee Bucks absolutely bludgeoning the Detroit Pistons, um, 126 to 106. 
uh, on the Milwaukee side of the ball. I mean, they got out to an early lead, I believe, at the end of the first quarter. Um, they were already up by 20-plus points, so it was really never a game, um, and it's reflective in the Bucks box score. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Chris Middleton got 32 minutes tonight for 28 points on 11 of 18 shooting. He contributed four three-pointers and went 2-2 two two from the free throw line. He also added eight rebounds, three assists, a steal, no blocks, and no turnovers. Brooke Lopez in the middle had 18 points in 24 minutes. He also contributed a three-pointer and went 9 of 10 from the free throw line adding two rebounds, an assist, no blocks, no steals, and only one turnover. Wes Matthews in 28 minutes had five points on two of five shooting. He also added a three-pointer while contributing a rebound, four assists, no defensive stats, and no steals. Eric Bledsoe in 26 minutes had 19 points on eight of 14 shooting, also adding two three-pointers and going one of one from the free throw line. He also contributed four rebounds, six assists, two steals, a block, and only one turnover. Giannis Antetokounmpo in 31 minutes had 33 points. He was absolutely going insane, shooting 13 of 23 from the field and going 7 of 11 from the free throw line. He also ripped down 16 rebounds, added in four assists, three steals, a block, and two turnovers. Off of the bench, we had George Hill with 20 minutes and four points on one of two shooting. He also contributed a rebound, three assists, three steals, no turnovers and no blocks. Dante DiVincenzo in 17 minutes at eight points on three or four shooting. He also added a three-pointer, two rebounds, no steals, no assists, no blocks, and no turnovers. Robin Lopez in 14 minutes had nine points and went four of nine from the field. He added a three-pointer while also contributing two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a turnover. And then Ersan Ilyaslova, 13 minutes, absolutely no points, two rebounds, two steals. Pat Connaughton. 14 minutes, also no points, also added a rebound and an assist with a block. Um, so as far as the Bucks go tonight, as I said, it was a blowout. Uh, they got out to an early lead. It's pretty reflective in the box score here. Uh, the starters really got the, the majority of the run, and they, they got all the shots that they could handle. Um, Chris, any thoughts from you about the uh, Milwaukee Bucks? No. Nah. I think you got it. Like you said, the starters, their main, their, their core four guys was firing on all cylinders, and they did most of the work. So, and plus the 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 game was over by halftime. Detroit had no chance coming back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, moving on to uh, the Detroit side of things. So we have Derek Rose, the po- starting point guard. At 12 points in his 23 minute of play, had 12 points and four assists and one block. Obviously, a blowout game, so then we'll probably would have played more. And at the other guard position, we had Svi Mikhailuk, who had seven points in his 20 minute, 28 and a half minutes on three of nine shooting, one three pointers. Five rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Seku Dumbaya played the most minutes out of all the starters, had 33 minutes, but only had eight points on three of eight shooting. Two three-pointers, five rebounds, three assists, no defensive stats. Tony Snell had 10 points on four of six shooting, one three-pointer, two assists, and a steal. Thom Maker started at center, but played only 18 and a half minutes, 
had 11 points on four of eight shooting, had six rebounds, two assists, and added two blocks. Coming off the bench, Bruce Brown played 31 minutes and added 16 points on seven of 10 shooting, one three-pointer, 10 rebounds, seven assists, no defensive stats. Christian Wood had 18 points on four of 10 shooting, had one three-pointer, pulled down 11 rebounds, had one assist, and a steal and a block in his 27 minutes of play. Lanston Galloway added 12 points on four of six shooting, had two three-pointers, one rebound, one assist, and no defensive stats. Other players of note, John Hansen played 14 and a half minutes, added six points, four rebounds, one assist, and a block. Brandon Knight played 12 minutes, had nothing to show for it. Just a big old zero in the points category, added one rebound, two assists. And Jordan Bone played five minutes, has six points and three rebounds. Now, this is a blowout game, but um, so um, I think for the rest for the rest of the season now with Reggie Jackson out, out of town, Detroit will be relying heavily on Derrick Rose. Obviously, they I, I think the they would know better not to run him out there for too many minutes given his injury history. But I think once he's ramped back up, you can expect to see his minutes hover in the high 20s to low 30s and be a good contributor for the rest of the season. And looks like they're just going to give the young guy, Dumbuya, all the runs he can get. So, but uh, I, it's just not a very attractive stat set. Like he would have a big game here and there, big scoring game here and there, but I, I there's no consistency there. Now everyone went out to get Bruce Brown when they hear Reggie Jackson got bought out, and he definitely came out and showed what he can do tonight. But I think the 31, close to 32 minutes of play is has some uh, garbage time factor into it. So don't expect to see this kind of production every night. But I think he would have some late round value for the rest of the season. And everyone's darling Christian Wood continues to come off the bench. And I really hope this 27 minutes is not garbage time. Like I really hope his minutes can stay up there. If that's the case, I don't mind if he's coming off the bench or whatnot. But as we've all seen what he can do, like he, he can put up some monster numbers and give you contribution right across the board. So come on, Blaine Casey, get it right. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it on the fantasy side. Anything else you want to add, David? I definitely just want to uh, echo your sentiment there about Dwayne Casey. Uh, let's let's hope because, yeah, it's, it's definitely frustrating seeing Christian Wood coming off of the bench still because uh, we know the talent level that he has and that he's definitely more than earned that starting spot. But to your point, um, let's hope the 27 minutes aren't just a result of the garbage time. 
because we know when Woods, given the minutes, he's absolutely going to produce. Um, a lot of us have been stashing him, and we were more than happy to see Andre Drummond go. Uh, so this should be all systems go for Christian Wood going forward. Let's hope for the best. Um, but as always in fantasy, especially with Dwayne Casey coach teams, we will be prepared for the worst. Uh, and then definitely your point on Bruce Brown. I'm a big fan. Um, I'm definitely hoping that he can get uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good usage soak from Reggie Jackson being shipped over to uh, over to the Clippers there. Um, because outside of Derrick Rose, they really don't have a whole lot of primary ball handling. I mean, you got Brandon Knight, but that guy's career has been ended by so many different guys dunking on him. I really just don't see them forcing the issue with him as far as leading the charge on offense. And then Derrick Rose. I mean, if you were going to have two players more injury prone at your point guard position on your team. I don't know what two they would be. I mean, with Brandon Knight and Derrick Rose, we really don't have a whole lot of consistency there. So we will see. Uh, D. Rose has been really strong this season when he's played. So let's hope that his health can continue to hold for the rest of the season because when he's out there, um, he's fun to watch. So, but yeah, um, Bruce Brown, definitely a guy to keep your eye on. Absolutely. All right. Heading into our second game tonight, we had the Miami Heat narrowly lose to the Atlanta Hawks, 124-129, in a really, really fun game to watch. I'm not sure if you caught any of it, but really, really fun on both ends of the court there. Um, so on the Miami side, Jimmy Butler had 34 minutes tonight for 17 points on 6 of 18 shooting. He went 5 of 6 from the free throw line and also contributed 8 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, and a block with 2 turnovers. Jay Crowder in his new home gave, uh, got 23 minutes tonight and scored 14 points on 3 of 8 shooting. He also added two three-pointers and went six of six on the free throw line while contributing four rebounds and assists, two blocks, no steals and no turnovers. Duncan Robinson in 33 minutes had 10 points on four of 12 shooting, only contributing one three-pointer tonight, but also adding two rebounds, two assists, no defensive stats, and a turnover. Kendrick Nunn at the point guard position was given 23 minutes tonight for 14 points on five of eight shooting. He contributed two three-pointers and went two of two from the free throw line while also adding two assists, a steal, and a turnover. And then the big line of the night from Bam Bam Adebayo. In 36 minutes tonight, Bam had 28 points on 9 of 20 shooting. He went 10 of 12 from the free throw line, ripped down 19 rebounds, chipped in seven assists, grabbed three steals, a block, and only three turnovers. Um, fresh off of his Skills Challenge Championship and crown, he is just rolling right now. I mean, Bam is looking so strong. I, I, I'm so glad that I drafted him where I did. I'm so glad I didn't sell high and for all the opportunities that I had. I mean, because this is exactly why I held on to him. Pat Riley's been talking him up like crazy. So this, I mean, it's going to be Bam's team going forward. I mean, you have Jimmy Butler in town, but very clearly we know Bam is the guy that they're looking to build the franchise around going forward. So I'm very, very excited about that. Off of the bench, Goran Dragic got 26 minutes tonight for 19 points on 4 of 9 shooting, contributing 3 three-pointers and going 8 of 8 from the free throw line, while also adding 3 rebounds, 3 assists, no defensive stats, and 3 turnovers. Solomon Hill got 14 minutes tonight for 3 points, also adding 3 rebounds and a steal. Derrick Jones Jr., airplane mode, fresh off of his slam dunk championship victory, got 13 minutes tonight for 6 points on 3 of 8 shooting. Also adding four rebounds, two assists, and no defensive stats, no turnovers. And then Andre Iguodala in his new home in Miami uh, got put into a blender for a little bit there by Trey Young, but still had a pretty solid line tonight. 23 minutes, eight points on three of seven shooting. He had a three-pointer. He grabbed five rebounds, had an assist, 
had a steal, had two blocks, and only one turnover. So we know the big lines of old that we were seeing from Iggy way back when. Those are far gone. Um, but we know when he's given the minutes, he will be able to produce pretty steadily across the board um, and is going to grab a couple defensive stats here and there. So, yeah, you'll take what you get from Andre Iguodala. I mean, he's a low-end guy, so this is what we were kind of expecting. Uh, Tyler Hero was out of the lineup tonight, but outside of that, that was looking like the Miami Heat. Uh, Chris, do you have any, any questions, comments, concerns about the Miami Heat? No, I think you got it. Like, love me some Bam Adebayo, fresh off of his first All-Star. He is just on fire. Love, and you love definitely love to see that 10 of 12 on the free throw line, which is like the one category that's been kind of dragging him back all season. So mm-hmm. pretty good showing on the charity drive strike tonight. So that's good. Love it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Atlanta side. I'm pretty sure this is the line of the night. Mr. Trey Young putting up 50 big ones and on very efficient shooting as well. He was 12 of 25 from the field. 8 of 15 from the beyond the arc, and was 18 of 19 from the charity strike. He also added two rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and a block. Although he also has seven turnovers to go with it, but this is a monster line regardless of the turnovers. Now, the other young stud from Atlanta, we have John Collins, who only put up 12 points tonight. On efficient five of nine shooting, just didn't get many touches, but he did contribute on the defensive side with seven rebounds, one assist, two steals, and three blocks in his 30 minutes of play. DeAndre Hunter has 17 points on seven of 12 shooting, hit all three of his shots from downtown, and also yanked down six rebounds, two assists. And added one steal. Kevin Herter, a shooting guard, also added 17 points on 7 of 16 shooting, had three three pointers, seven rebounds, four assists, and no defensive stats. The man in the middle, Dwayne Detman, started at center, played almost 20 minutes, but all he had was eight rebounds to show for it. Missed both of his shots from the field. But he was in, I think he was in a bit of foul trouble tonight. But going out with against Bam, I, I don't blame him. Now, coming off the bench, we have Kim Reddish, who had 16 points in his 27 minutes of play. It was 6 of 12 on the field. Hit one three-pointer. Had four rebounds, one assist. Two steals and two blocks. So you love those defensive stats there. Jeff Teague played 25 minutes, had 12 points on three or four shooting, one three-pointer, four assists, and a steal. The rest of the Atlanta bench did not much to see there. Bruno Fernando had four points and four rebounds. And that that's pretty much it. So um, I think uh, for Atlanta, we know... We know it's the Trey Young and John Collins show. And Dwayne Detman is a streaming option as center while Capella is out. And I think we got news today that Capella will be out at least for another, sounded like it's going to be another one to two weeks. So 
Dwayne Dittman will have some short-term value. So he, he will help you in the rebounding category and shot blocking and also chipped in a three here and there. Now, what I worry about for Atlanta is that that three-headed monster with Herder, DeAndre Hunter, and Cam Reddish. Tonight, they were all hitting, and so they all were getting contribution at the same time, but that is rarely the case. And out of these three, out of these three, honestly, I like Herder the best. I I have him on multiple teams, but it just doesn't. I'm really afraid that um, with Atlanta going young, Hunter and Reddish is going to take away from his shots. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to keep monitoring this situation. But my my gut feeling is neither, none of the three would have any significant value. You probably just going to be streaming them in and out of your lineup. Yeah, um, anything else you want to add, David? No, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, as we fast, as we're quickly approaching a silly season here in the NBA, I definitely think that a lot of lineups are going to kind of go into flux for those teams that are currently out of playoff contention because at this point in time, um, for them, it's really just about seeing what they got uh, as they head into the offseason here, getting ready to uh, gear up and re, uh, revamp their teams um, for next season. So on teams like Atlanta, on teams like Charlotte, the Cavs, these these middling teams that are uh, that are really not playing for anything, um, we can assume that, like I said, the lineups are going to kind of be in flux, and guys who were fringy value um, are kind of going to see that value take a little bit of a dip, um, or you may see a little bit of a spike. So definitely to your point, Chris, situation to monitor. Um, it's going to be a case-by-case basis because at this point, you know what you need for your teams, or at least you should. Um, so as far as adding and dropping guys, it's, it's really going to be case-to-case basis. Um, but that's what we're here for. So if you do have any questions at all, that's when you hit us up on Twitter. Absolutely. All right. Heading into our third game tonight, we had the – Brooklyn Nets, the Kyrie-less Brooklyn Nets, losing 104-112 to to the 76ers. Game went into overtime. On the Brooklyn side of the ball, Joe Harris got 34 minutes tonight for 12 points on 4 of 8 shooting. Had a 3-pointer, went 3-3 from the free throw line while adding 3 rebounds, no defensive stats, and 2 turnovers. Torian Prince in 22 minutes at 7 points on 3 of 8 shooting. He also added a 3-pointer while grabbing a rebound two assists, a steal, and two turnovers. Jared Allen only got 12 minutes tonight at the center spot. No points, two rebounds, two turnovers. So not a great line from Jared Allen tonight. Karis LeVert in 39 minutes had 25 points, but he also took 29 shots and only made nine of them. Um, He contributed three three three-pointers and went four or five from the free throw line while also adding six rebounds, five assists, a steal, and three turnovers. Spencer Dinwiddie in 37 minutes had 22 points on 7 of 19 shooting while adding a three-pointer and going 7 of 10 from the free throw line. He also contributed five rebounds, eight assists, a block, and two turnovers. Off the bench, DeAndre Jordan got pretty much all of the run at the center spot, 
for 37 minutes, 14 points on 5 of 11 shooting, went 4 of 5 from the free throw line, ripped down 15 rebounds, and also added 4 assists, no defensive stats, and a turnover. Garrett Temple got 32 minutes tonight for 7 points on 2 of 8 shooting, also adding a 3-pointer and going 2 of 2 from the free throw line while contributing 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and only 1 turnover. And then Wilson Chandler in 32 minutes had 12 points on 4 of 10 shooting while contributing 3 3-pointers and going 1 of 2 from the free throw line, also adding 8 rebounds, no defensive stats, no assists, and no turnovers. Um as far as the Brooklyn Nets go, like I said, Kyrie is going to be out of the lineup, what is looking like all but indefinitely. Um, I think they're waiting to hear about if he will elect to take the surgery or not. Um, I believe if he elects to take the surgery. It's looking like it will be at the end of Kyrie's season. Um, at this point, I'm assuming it's probably the end of Kyrie's season for anybody who is still looking to make the playoff push because I don't see how you can really justify holding on to him at this point. So I'm assuming he's been cut. Um, he was cut by several guys in the, some of the leagues that I'm in. Can't really say that I blame him. Karis LeVert is going to get a lot of run here, but the issue with that is that he is going to absolutely murder you in percentages. As we said tonight, he scored 25 points, but it took 29 shots to do it, and they only made nine of them. Um, but the volume is going to be there. I mean, the usage is going to be there because they need guys who are playmakers, who are ball handlers, and who can score the ball because the Brooklyn Nets are pretty devoid of people who can create their own shot. Um, so with Kyrie being out of the lineup, you're going to see more Dinwiddie. You're going to see more LeVert. Uh, you're going to see... A reasonable amount of Joe Harris. Garrett Temple's going to get more run off the bench, as you saw tonight with the 32 minutes. Um, and outside of that, uh, the Brooklyn Nets pretty much are what they are. Um, hopefully, as the season kind of takes its way away from the playoff race, uh, Jared Allen will hopefully get some more minutes here. But I'm really confused why DeAndre Jordan got 37 minutes tonight to Jared's 12. Uh, but again, I think that that's just one of those situations that there isn't really a good answer for. Um, Chris, any, any thoughts from you about the, about the Brooklyn Nets roster or otherwise? No, like, I think you covered it all. Like Karis Liver, every, there's a lot of people who are very high on him, but I think all, it's a pretty much a consensus here at Hoopball that he is just not that good as player fantasy wise, because he really hurts you in those percentage categories. He's going to put up the points, but like you said, that's going to be a, it's going to be a pain in those field goal percentages. And um, yeah, I think, I think DeAndre Jordan played 37 minutes probably because of the matchup. Like he's probably a better matchup for again, going up against MB, but Speaking of MB, let's jump on over to Philadelphia because DeAndre Jordan couldn't yes. do anything. Jordan <laughs> put up 39 points and 16 rebounds. He was 10 of 20 from the field, hit one three-pointers, and was 18 of 19 from the charity stripe. So big, big night from my, aunt, Joe, my man Joel MB. He also added two assists, two steals, and two blocks. So definitely a monster line. And probably, probably, yeah, like I think this will be the second one. Um, just got beaten by Trey Young's 50 point game, but yeah, definitely a big night from Joel. The other starter, the other starter, and the only other starter in double digit is Tobias Harris, who had 22 points on 10 of 20 shooting, missed all four of his three point attempts but did, help, did add 12 rebounds, 
and six assists, and also had two steals. We had at the under four spot, Glenn Robinson the third, who played 14 minutes, had four points, two rebounds, and one steal. Josh Richardson didn't have a very good shooting night, only had seven points on three of 12 shooting at one three-pointer, but did add seven rebounds, three assists, three deals, three steals, and one block. Raul Neto started at point guard for uh, the missing, uh, the resting Ben Simmons, and he played 28 and a half minutes, has six points, two rebounds, and four assists. Off the bench, Alec Burks had a big night, played almost 30 minutes, poured in 19 points on six of 11 shooting, added two three-pointers, four rebounds, and one assist, but no defensive stats. Al Horford continues to come off the bench, Played only 18 and a half minutes tonight. Has six points on two of five shooting. Missed both of his attempts from downtown. Added three rebounds to assist a steal and two blocks. Other players of note, we have Furkan Korkmaz play almost 18 minutes. Had four points on two of five shooting. No three-pointer. Added one rebound and one block. Matisse Thibault played 16 minutes. He had the one steal to show for it. And Shake Milton, now that Josh Richardson has picked up, he's relegated to pretty much a nothing role as he was before. Had five points in 13 minutes. And also added a rebound and an assist. So, yeah, like uh, it's... um. If not for Joel and B, Philadelphia probably wouldn't have won tonight because out of the 10 players that made the court, only three of them scored in double digits. So not a very good shooting night, but they were doing very good work on the defensive side, for especially for Josh Richardson and Horford, who each put in four and three defensive stats. So, yeah. Um, I think I think we know who the Philadelphia 76ers are, and um, I don't think Ben Simmons' back thing is uh, serious, so um, probably it should be just a short-term injury. He should be back within the next couple of games, I would I would believe. And um, but anytime Ben Simmons is out of the lineup, you can expect MB to put up some monster lines like what he did tonight. Anything else you have, David? Uh, no, I think you covered it. Um, the only thing I will add is, Embiid. I mean, good God, barbecue chicken tonight. He, like you said, DeAndre Jordan had an absolutely no answer for that man, and it is very reflective in the box score. This is why it's so frustrating when Embiid is not in the lineup because when he is, I mean, if he gets the right matchup, he is he is an absolute maven. So I am excited to see what happens in the playoffs here um, because Embiid has been talking a lot of smack. So let's hope that uh let's hope that his bark is as bad as his or his bite is as bad as his bark because he's been barking all season and they're gonna run into Giannis here pretty soon. So I'm very excited to see how that matchup shakes out. Um. Speaking Hope of barbecued chicken, what'd you say? Hope you can back it up. 
Yeah, he he better back it up because if he doesn't, I know Giannis is going to be backing him down in the lane. So it's going to be one way or the other, and those are pretty much the only two options. So I'm very excited to see how this shakes out. Looks like we got ourselves a good old-fashioned rivalry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what we love to see. (laughs) That's right. And speaking of barbecue chicken, a very, very tasty offer that I am oh so excited to share with all of you viewers and listeners here at Hootball. And it is, of course, our friends over at MyBookie. If you didn't know, you're about to know now, it's betting season, ladies and gentlemen. XFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, whatever you want, they've got you covered. Here's what you're going to do. Head on over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make your March Madness bets, MyBookie is where you want to go. Basketball, not your thing. Football, not your thing. No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, they've even got pinball, folks. Can you believe that? They've got it all. They've got the fastest payouts they've got the best promotions and best of all they've got a very helpful 24 7 customer service team you can pool your bets together for a bigger payout so let's say you got a couple of big favorites you got going this week you bet you parlay your wagers so you're betting multiple games together and if they all come through gets that money why you that's right you you win big my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And you can bet on it. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand dollars, a grand. That means if you deposit two thousand dollars, you'll get an extra extra thousand dollars and free money to play with. Who doesn't like free? Who doesn't like free money? All you have to do is use our promo code today to activate the offer. Once again, I'll tell you one more time because I like you. That promo code is today to get your extra cash from my bookie. My bookie, bet, win, get paid. And for those of us who aren't as familiar with sports betting, please, 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 if I've said it once, I'll say it twice. I'll say it all night. Please check out. The amazing information that we have provided for you on all the games for the card coming up before you place your next wager at MyBookie, follow our very own betting info page at HoopBallGaming on Twitter. We've got the best info, all the need-to-knows. You may walk in an average Joe. By the time you get that bet, you're going to be a pro. We've got you covered top to bottom here at HoopBall, so please, please take advantage. All right. Heading into the back end of our six-game card tonight, we have the Charlotte Hornets beating the Chicago Bulls 103-93. to On the Charlotte side of the ball, Miles Bridges, the rising star MVP, continued his strong performance in 33 minutes tonight. He had 22 points on 9 of 23 shooting. He also contributed two three-pointers and went 2-2 two two from the free throw line while adding eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, and only one turnover. P.J. Washington in 30 minutes got 17 points on 6 of 11 shooting, also contributing a three-pointer and going 4 of 5 from the free throw line while adding five rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block, and three turnovers. 
pretty strong line from PJ across the board tonight. Cody Zeller in 25 minutes had 16 points on five of five shooting and also went six of eight from the free throw line. He contributed eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block with no turnovers. Devontae Graham in 32 minutes really struggled mightily with his shot. Went 0-7 from the field tonight, 0-5 from downtown. Added two rebounds, seven assists, four turnovers, and two steals. So pretty, pretty rough line from Devontae Graham tonight. Terry Rozier in 32 minutes had 14 points on five of eight shooting. Also contributing three three-pointers and going one of one from the free throw line while adding four rebounds, an assist, a steal, and only one turnover. Off of the bench, Malik Monk in 29 minutes had 25 points on 7 of 13 shooting, adding two three-pointers and going a perfect 9 of 9 from the free throw line, contributing six rebounds, three assists, and only three turnovers. Cody Martin in 25 minutes had four points on 2 of 4 shooting while adding six rebounds, two assists, and two turnovers. Bismack Biombo in 15 minutes had three points on 1 of 3 shooting while grabbing three rebounds, an assist, and two blocks. And that's pretty much it as far as fantasy-relevant players for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, off the bench, really the only guy who I would say is pretty relevant is going to be Malik Monk. As I said, we're entering silly season here, and Charlotte finds himself firmly out of playoff contention at this point. Um, it doesn't look like much is going to change on that front, so Malik Monk can expect him to be getting some more run. We've been saying this over the past coming weeks, so we kind of were anticipating this was going to happen. Um, so that's probably why Devontae Graham kind of got faded a little bit tonight. Malik Monk looked really strong. He was hitting shots from deep. He was pulling up. He was cutting baseline. He had some vicious dunks, caught several alley-oops. I mean, the guy's an absolute athlete. If you didn't know, you definitely know now. Please don't take my word for it. Watch the highlights. Um, he, he's a very good player. So hopefully Charlotte's going to give him a little bit more run here. And in regards to that extended run for our young guys, we got another Kentucky Wildcat looking at um, some extended minutes here. P.J. Washington, I expect to get uh, some more usage and a lot more run since Marvin Williams has officially been shipped out of town. Um, pretty much, as I said, it, the youth mo- movement is fully on here. And I think that we can expect to continue. So Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, Graham, Rogier, Malik Monk, these are the guys who really you want to own um, in, in the standard league setting. Um, Chris, any thoughts from you about the uh, Charlotte Hornets? No, just echoing on your point there for the young guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to see Miles Bridges finally turn the corner. Looks Look to have his season turn around. And uh, P.J. Washington... Good game tonight. Snapped out of his uh, little four-game funk he had before. So that's good to see. And, um, yeah, Devontae Graham, not a great night for him, but he will continue to give you those assists and three-pointer. But I have to say, if <laughs> I did it my, personally myself. I, I've, um, I managed to pull off a trade and got rid of Devontae Graham. Uh, I believe... That in that particular league. So again, like people, you gotta you gotta assess your team, and if especially if you're in a head-to-head format, like this is the time when you should really think about strengthening uh, the categories that you are strong in, and just start moving to uh, and looking to punt some of the categories that. You just there's no way you're matching up with anyone that's gonna be in in, in your playoff matchup. Like for example, like the, the the trade I pulled off, I managed to get rid of Devontae Graham 
and uh, I believe I traded Graham and Bogdanovich for Drew Holiday. The reason being, I I wanted to strengthen my defensive stats and not lose too much on the assist end. But this is a punt three point shooting team, so Bogdanovich was wasn't doing much for me, like with his three three pointers a game. And Devonte Graham as well with his three three and a half three pointers again. Those weren't helping me much. So yeah, like I was I was excited that I pulled off that trade and got Drew Holiday back. So yeah, like um, definitely assess your teams and um, yeah, hope uh, make that playoff push. Now moving on to the Chicago side of things, we have per usual Zach Levine who had 19 points on eight of 22 shooting. So not very efficient, but he he is the one, the only thing Chicago has at the moment. So, yeah, <laughs> 22 shots for Levine tonight. He had one three-pointer, seven rebounds, seven assists, and also added three steals and one block. At the floor spot, we have Thaddeus Young, who put poured in 22 points on 10 of 18 shooting, had two three-pointers, 11 rebounds, one assist, four steals, and a block. So a very good night for Thaddeus. And we have Thomas Sadoransky, who had 12 points on four of nine shooting, added two three-pointers, six rebounds, eight assists, and added one steal. Luke Cornett started at center. Play only 14 and a half minutes, have five points, one three-pointer, one assist, and a steal. Final, the other starter, we have Ryan Archidiakono, who had three points on one of six shooting. The one shot was a three-pointer, and he also added three rebounds, one assist, and no defensive stats. Coming off the bench, we have the checker, Kobe White, adding 12 points on 3 of 11 shooting. Missed all five of his shots from downtown. Also added three assists and one block. Cristiano Felicio had two points on two points and five rebounds and also added two steals in his 24 minutes of play. Shaq Harrison Played only 18 minutes, but was very efficient from the field. 6 of 12 for 13 points. And also added 2 rebounds, 2 assists. No defensive stats. And finally, Daniel Gafford played 16 minutes. Had 5 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, and 1 steal. That's that's pretty much it from the Chicago side. Um, as long as Thaddeus Young is starting, he's going to continue to contribute maybe not so much in the points category as he did tonight but his strong he he's gonna be a very strong contributor in the steals category so if you want to stream him for steals feel free to do so and we have words that chris dunn's likely going to be out for four to six weeks which means he's he he's no longer relevant in terms of fantasy so Look for Sadoransky to really get the bulk of the run 
at that um, starting position, and uh, he's going to be solid contribution right across the board. As you can see tonight, 12.6 rebounds and eight assists. And Zach Levine, I don't need to say any more about him. He is what they're building around in Chicago. Now, Chicago has three three of their key guys injured, and they should be coming back. Word was that Wendell Carter Jr. was going to play tonight, but he didn't. So look to see, uh, look to have him back soon, sooner than later. And then um, Laurie Markinen and Otto Porter Jr., I believe they're all looking at kind of in the beginning of March time frame. So when all those guys are back, obviously the the shot distribution would will get shaken up a bit, so keep, keep monitoring that situation. And, yeah, I think that's that's all I have on the fantasy side. Anything you want to add, Dave? No, no, Chris. I think you covered it, man, honestly. All right, heading into our second-to-last game, we had the Memphis Grizzlies falling to the Sacramento Kings, 125-129. to 129. On the Memphis side of the ball, Kyle Anderson got 22 minutes for 12 points on four of six shooting, added a three-pointer with three or four from the free throw line while contributing five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one turnover. JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. in 32 minutes had 16 points on six of 12 shooting, contributing four three-pointers tonight while also adding two rebounds, two assists, four turnovers, and no defensive stats. Jonas Valanciunas in 20 minutes had eight points on three of six shooting, going 2-2 from the free throw line and contributing 11 rebounds and assists, no defensive stats, and only one turnover. Dylan Brooks in 30 minutes had 9 points on 4-14 shooting, went 0-6 in the three-point line and went 1-2 from the free throw line, while also adding 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a block, and 4 turnovers. John Moran in 30 minutes had 19 points on 7-12 shooting, went 5-7 from the free throw line and added a rebound, 2 assists, and 5 turnovers. And then off of the bench, Brandon Clark got 24 minutes tonight for eight points on four of seven shooting. He also ripped down 11 rebounds, had an assist, and two blocks. Josh Jackson in 17 minutes had 11 points on three of six shooting, had a three-pointer and went four or five from the free throw line while grabbing five rebounds, four assists, a steal, a block, and only two turnovers. Gorgie Jang got 13 minutes tonight for a no points on 0 of two shooting, but did contribute two rebounds, an assist, and a steal. And then DeAnthony Melton waking up off the bench, 23 minutes, 24 points on 5 of 10 shooting, had four three-pointers and went 10 of 10 from the free throw line while adding six rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, and a turnover. Tyus Jones got 18 minutes tonight for 16 points on 6 of 7 shooting. He also contributed two three-pointers and went 2 of 2 from the free throw line while adding three rebounds, six assists, no steals, no blocks, and no turnovers. Um, as I said, we've been talking about Melton for a while here. We definitely like the line tonight, 23 minutes, 24 points. We'll take it. Um, it was a close game, so it's good to see that he was playing in a game that had some meaning. It wasn't just a result of blowout or garbage minutes here. Um, and 23 minutes is pretty solid. Off of the bench, Danthony Melton, as I said. Brandon Clark, another guy to keep your eye on. Gorgie Jang looks like, once again, he's going to fall to the back end of a rotation spot. So, Probably not a whole lot of value there. Uh, personally, I do not trust Josh Jackson. That's just me. 
Um, and then the starting lineup, Dylan Brooks, pretty much a popcorn scorer when he's hitting shots. Great. When he's not, not a whole lot. He contributes more suited for a points league. Kyle Anderson, um, slow mo. And tonight he had mo that he contributed. Um, otherwise, he's usually pretty quiet, um, has some defensive versatility, so he can fly under the radar from a defensive perspective but um, can contribute sneakily there from steals. Um, every once in a while, get a block and contribute some three-pointers, solid percentages. So not a guy who's really going to wow you, but can contribute steadily across the board. Uh, JJJ, surprisingly, no defensive stats tonight from tonight before three-pointers. You'll definitely take that. And then John Morant. I mean, the guy's absolutely a monster. I cannot wait to see what he looks like in the second season because this rookie season has been incredibly strong. Um, There's a lot of whispers about him possibly securing that last all-star spot when Damian Lillard fell out. Of course, they ended up giving it to Devin Booker, but John Morant is definitely not taking that uh, with any kind of negativity. If anything, he's embracing the challenge, as he said, and he's looking forward to finishing out this season strong. So definitely like to see uh, what's coming for Ja, but Memphis, again, one of those teams who finds themselves somewhat in playoff contention, but also finds themselves overloaded with a large amount of young talent that it wouldn't hurt to develop. So we'll be interesting to see where the Memphis Grizzlies season kind of teeters here as we approach uh, the playoff race. Uh, Chris, any thoughts from you about the Memphis Grizzlies? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Uh, we finally got that salivating line we wanted from the Anthony Melton. So that's a lovely sight. And um, yeah. Um, oh, um, so on slow-mo, um, he's going to be, he 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 will ha- I think he will have some sneaky rest of the season value. But like you said, Memphis is one of those teams that they would also want to develop their young. So um, like uh, like we saw tonight, Brandon Clark is more than capable of putting up production as a backup big, and so they will keep running him out there. So um, slow mo's number uh, minutes will not be up there, but he's a sneaky all-around contributor if you're punting points he would be he would definitely be an interesting target mm-hmm. now moving on to the sacramento side we have harrison barnes who could not be stopped he played 38 minutes had 32 points on 11 17 shooting was 7 of 11 7 for 11 from behind the arc but in typical harrison barnes fashion he pulled out one rebound, had one assist, and a single steal. And yeah, that, that, that's that's uh, Harrison Barnes's night for you. At the other forward spot, we had Nemanja Bjelica, who had eight points on three of seven shooting, had two three-pointers, six rebounds, five assists, and one steal. Harry Giles started at center, played 25 minutes. Had three points, three rebounds, three assists, and two blocks in the 25 minutes of play. De'Aaron Fox had 26 points on nine of 16 shooting. Hit four of six from downtown. Added two rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Bogdan Bogdanovich had nine points in his 24 and a half minutes of play. It was three of eight from the field. 0 for four from downtown. At one rebound, three assists, and one steal. Buddy Hill continues to come off the bench and doing work. He played almost 27 minutes tonight, had 20 points on five of 12 shooting, was two of six from downtown, and th- also added three rebounds, four assists, and three steals. 
We had a Kent Bazemore sighting as well. He played almost 23 minutes, had poured in 18 points on 6 of 10 shooting, had two three-pointers, three rebounds, and a steal. Others of note, we have Corey Joseph, who played 22 minutes, had nine points, four rebounds, and a steal, and also added two three-pointers. Jabari Parker, playing, I believe, his first game for Sacramento, only 14 and a half minutes, didn't shoot well from the field, one of six. So four points, four rebounds, and two assists. I would, um, I don't think Jabari is going to play much for this team, especially if um, Rashawn Holmes ever ever makes it back, which I really hope he makes it back. But at least we know for sure that um, Begley is going to be out for another three weeks. So we won't see Begley until closer to the fantasy playoffs. So the main contributor from Sacramento will continue to be Fox. Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes with uh, Nemanja Bielica keep chipping in that weird stats that, that he's able to give you in 30 minutes of play. So just keep riding those guys. Kent Bazemore, you can't rely on him. He's too inconsistent. Definitely a big night tonight, but yeah, like not much to see there. Um. Anything else you see from Sacramento, David? Um, no, honestly, uh, I think you covered it. Um, on the Rashawn Holmes note, I did hear uh, Dan earlier, I believe, said that apparently Rashawn Holmes' mom said that he will be back this season. So <laughs> I don't really know. Yes, we have Rashawn really Holmes' mom to, to uh, chime in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, definitely like to hear that from mom. Not sure how much weight it carries um, in the Sacramento locker room there uh, or with the medical staff there. But, uh, hey, I mean, mother knows best, so I'm not going to argue. And uh, Rashawn Holmes, we, we hope to see you soon because I can't speak for everybody, but I know I definitely miss you terribly, and so does my fantasy team. So please get well soon. Please come back. We miss you, buddy. Please, please, please. <laughs> All right, as we head into our last game of the night that actually just finished up, we had the Houston Rockets absolutely smattering the Golden State Warriors. 135 to 105 was the final score, but let me tell you, the game was not close, not for a minute here. So let's go ahead and dive right into the Houston box score. On the Rockets side of the ball, Daniel House got 18 minutes tonight for 11 points on 4 of 7 shooting, contributing three three-pointers, three rebounds, and assists. No steals, no blocks, and no turnovers. Robert Covington in 20 minutes, I'm sorry, in 27 minutes, had 20 points on 7 of 13 shooting. Contributed five three-pointers and went perfect one-of-one one from the free throw line while adding five rebounds and assists. No steals, no turnovers, and four blocks. Love it. P.J. PJ Tucker in the middle at the center position, 30 minutes for 15 points on 5 of 6 shooting. He had five three-pointers tonight while also grabbing five rebounds and assists and only one turnover. James Harden in 30 minutes, 29 points on 6 of 16 shooting, only 3 of 12 from the three-point line, but 14 of 15 from the free throw line while adding three rebounds, 10 assists, three steals, two blocks, and a turnover. So Westbrook in 30 minutes had 21 points on 10 of 20 shooting, had a three-pointer, had five rebounds, 10 assists, four turnovers, and a steal. 
off of the bench. Ben McLemore in 20 minutes had nine points on three or four shooting and three or four was three or four from, from the three point line. Uh, also contributed three rebounds and assists and a steal with no blocks and no turnovers. Jeff Green on his new team in 24 minutes and 17 points on six of eight shooting. Also had four three-pointers he contributed, four rebounds, two turnovers, and a steal. And then Austin Rivers in 24 minutes had seven points on three of six shooting. Also contributed a three-pointer. Also contributed four rebounds with two assists, a turnover, and two steals. Um, Jamari Carroll, also of note, on his new team here with the Rockets, was waived by the Spurs, was signed by the Rockets. 13 minutes, two points on <clears throat> absolutely no field goal attempts, but a perfect 2-2 from the free throw line. He also contributed three rebounds, four assists, three turnovers, and no defensive stats. So as far as the Houston Rockets go, like I said, it was a blowout. Um and you can kind of tell by the bench minutes here, 20, 24, 24, and 13, respectively, for Ben McLemore, Jeff Green, Austin Rivers, and Damari Carroll. Um, but the starting five are really the ones who dominated the ball. Westbrook, Harden, and P.J. Tucker all got 30 minutes. Covington was right under. Daniel House was around 20. Uh, Covington looks like he is the missing link to the Houston Rockets small ball equation. He has been absolutely playing phenomenal, in my opinion, in their lineup. I really, really like him. He's looking like the Rocco of old, the, the early rounder that we know he can be um, from a defensive perspective alone. So we definitely love the five three-pointers. He's going to get three-pointers in bunches here because Houston is known to get him up in volume. And then P.J. Tucker, I mean, even though he is not a center, he has been doing pretty steadily there. Um, low end hold guy, in my personal opinion, because uh, you'll take the you'll take the production across the board. He's not really going to kill you anywhere. Um, not also really going to jump off of the stat sheet at you either. So, and then hopefully Harden can figure his shot out. Um, he's kind of been hot and cold tonight. He was a little bit of cold, six to sixteen from the field, but was able to salvage salvage that with fourteen to fifteen from the free throw line. So, like I said, Harden and Westbrook, those are the guys who are going to dominate the ball night in and night out. Uh, when when those guys are not in the lineup, more so Westbrook um, in back-to-back sets, uh, look to Harden, look to Austin Rivers, look to Ben McLemore, um, and, of course, look to Eric Gordon when he is in the lineup to be coming off of the bench there. So, um, any thoughts from you, Chris, about the Houston Rockets? No, I think you pretty much covered it. I just really hope the minutes that um... – DeMar Carroll and Jeff Green got was uh, a factor of the um, blow-up because I really want to see more minutes from Daniel House. But that's um, fingers crossed. I really, like, when, when Eric Gordon went down with the injury, I was holding on to a glimpse of hope that Daniel House could still be of some value. So I'm um, holding tight in a couple of my leagues. So hopefully, hopefully... Um, Jeff Green is just there to back up P.J. Tucker, and DeMar Carroll won't eat into too much of his minutes. Because, yeah, I... I, Oh, and uh, to echo your point on Covington, I think, um, yeah, like, we all know P.J. Tucker is no shot blocker, so uh, Covington is definitely that missing link for this um, um, Houston, the newer version of um, small ball. I call it, I call it tiny ball, because they're ultra small comparing to even um d'antoni's uh, phoenix days so yeah covington is uh, well is probably the only guy that will provide any kind of rim protection on this team so look for these um, um 
keep looking for these block numbers and they're just salivating. Anyways, jumping on to the Golden State side, we have the new Warriors. Andrew Wiggins had 22 points on 10 of 17 shooting, added two three-pointers, three rebounds, an assist, and two two blocks. So he keeps putting up these defensive numbers, which you we love to see. So yeah, I I hope he I hope things works out for him in Golden State, and if he keeps this up, he's gonna provide some solid value for the rest of the season. Draymond Green only played 18 minutes tonight as it's a blowout, so they really don't need to throw his body out there. So only four points on two of six shooting, miss all four shots from beyond the arc. Uh, four rebounds and seven assists, no defensive stats. Marquise Chris played only 18 minutes tonight, had 10 points and five rebounds and two assists and a block. Houston going small, the bigs just get run off the court. At the guard spot, we had Jordan Poole, who had 19 points on 7 and 15 shooting, had three three-pointer, four rebounds, two assists, and one steal. At the other starting guard spot, we had Damian Lee, who poured in 13 points on 4 of 12 shooting, was one of seven from downtown, and also added four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Coming off the bench, Eric Paschal played almost 32 minutes, had 12 points on five of eight shooting, one three-pointer, seven rebounds, two assists, one block. Kai Bowman, the backup point guard, had eight points on four of nine shooting, no three-pointers, five rebounds, one assist, two steals, and two blocks in his 27 minutes of play. And we have one. Toscano Anderson played 24, almost 25 minutes, had 10 points on 5 of 8 shooting, added, also added 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Kevon Looney played 18 and a half minutes, had 4 points, 1 rebound, 2 steals, and 2 assists. And finally... Alan Smalagic, <laughs> I'm totally butchering that name, that name. Um, had three points on just one of two from the field. Also had three rebounds, two assists, and one steal. So yeah, like, definitely a blowout game. Some of these guys are just um, playing garbage time minutes. But yeah, like we'll expect Solid contribution from Wiggins. He's going to put up those scoring numbers. And anytime he can chip in on the defensive side, we'll take it. Marquise Chris should continue to put up value. He didn't play much tonight because of the blowout and the fact that Houston was going small. So, but yeah, like we've we've seen what he can, the kind of numbers he can put up. Um, outside of that, this Golden State team, um, these young guys, none of them are consistent enough to be like a stable for your fantasy team. So um, 
stream them if you as you see fit. But most of these these guys, your your Jordan Poole, your Damian Lee, Eric Paschal, they're all they they all put up kind of empty scoring lines. They were chipping on the defensive side here and there, but mostly most of their contributions coming from scoring. Yeah. And um yeah, that that I think that's all I can say on the Golden State side. Anything you wanna add there, Dave? No, uh no, honestly, Chris, I agree with I agree with all your points. Um the Warriors are I mean to put it to put it plainly, the Warriors are a mess. Um so I really can't blame any fantasy owner for not investing too heavily in any shares um on that team. A question I do have for you in regard to the Warriors, I guess, for our listeners out there, would you rather or would you rather hold a Damian Lee or would you rather add a Malik Monk? Who do you who do you see being more valuable as this season kind of rounds out? That's a very good question. Me personally, I hmm. I might lean towards Malik Monk actually, seeing how um, Charlotte is, um, has pretty much committed to giving him minutes. Damian Lee, ever since the contract signing, he just hasn't been that good. And the the the, the hustle stats that we we were seeing earlier when he on on his time while he was on his two way contract. Uh, that that's just not quite as uh, those numbers are just not there anymore. Like the, the the big rebounding numbers and the defensive stats, they're just not there anymore. And the sh- the the shooting percentage is not great. So yeah, I I, I think me personally, I, I'm I would link Malik Monk and just see what he can do. Like I mean, they drafted him for for a reason, and the the organization definitely. Definitely want to trot him out there just to to get one last trial run, I would say, say, just to see what they got there, and so they can decide whether or not. Because I mean, he's I think he's coming up for an extension next season, maybe. So yeah, like uh, definitely, I I think he would get some solid run. For the rest of the season with Charlotte. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and I've been weighing the options pretty heavily as of late because I, I was holding Lee in, in a league or two um, where Monk was available. So, and as well as some other uh, possibly more viable options off the waiver wire. Um, but yeah, to your point, um, ever since he's got that contract, it has just been a different kind of Damian Lee. And Unfortunately, that tends to be a case for a lot of guys. I mean, even a lot of superstars, when they get that money, um, it's crazy how production kind of tails off. So I don't know if there's really any direct correlation to that, if that's just kind of me seeing what I want to see. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, it is what it is. Um, and definitely this is the time of season where you got to make those tough decisions. And guys at the end of your bench shouldn't be that tough of a decision um, if there's a more viable uh, waiver wire acquisition sitting out there. So don't be afraid to take a gamble, but also don't rush anything. Um, do your due diligence, be patient and understand that um, there's nothing wrong with 
dropping a guy that you've been holding for a while if another guy looks like he's taking an upswing and vice versa. So, as I said, play the game and play it smart. Yeah, and on top of that, you can always turn that spot in just into a streaming spot and stream the hell out of it Absolutely. and get, get more games out of it, right? So that doesn't hurt <laughs> to cut a guy like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I'm all for streaming spots. So, like I said, nobody's going to know your team at this point better than you do. So look at your roster, give it a nice long uh, look, you know, kind of figure out what you need, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and decide if there are guys who, you know, really just aren't worth holding because the last thing you want at this, at this point in the season uh, for fantasy playoffs fastly approaching is dead weight on your roster. So just be very, very mindful of that. Um, and as always, if you have any questions, I guess this is a perfect time to tell us where you can tell everybody where we can get a hold of you. Uh, Chris, let the people know where they can ask you all their fantasy questions. Yeah, any any fantasy question you have, hit me up on Twitter at CmanUBC. That's C-M-A-N-U-B-C. So I'll be happy to answer any of your questions. Where can they when where can the listener find you, David? Yeah, I'm also on the Twitterverse, the Twitter machine at DFB underscore three. Hit me up with any of your questions, fantasy related or otherwise. I'm always here to help. Uh, so are all of us here at Hootball. So like I said, um, we're really, really grateful for all of you listeners out there, for all of all, all the fans who subscribe to any of our Hootball contributions and content. Um, we have an awesome team here. I'm very, very proud to be a part of that team. And we're very, very proud of all of our fans out there. So thank you all. You make this all possible, um, so please don't ever be shy. Ask us any kind of questions you have because we, we love to get them. So definitely hit us up. Absolutely. All right. Well, all my hoop ballers, thank you once again for tuning in to another edition of your box score Thursday night NBA breakdown. We are so glad that the NBA is back. We got plenty it's more back. games for you tomorrow. It's back. We're back, baby. We got plenty yeah. of games coming for you over the weekend. And we will be back next week. Catch me on Tuesday and Thursday. And we look forward to hearing from you guys and talking to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.